if there's one thing that's been made clear to me over the past month, it's that the future is now. We keep putting things off next year, next year, next year. We keep putting things off when I have time, when it's the right time, when it feels comfortable. It's never going to feel comfortable. And I think it's really important that we see that the future is now. Social media is not a nice to have anymore. It's a must have. If you aren't going to go all in with your organic social media content now, your Instagram and Facebook content, it's going to be an extremely daunting task for you in the future, the longer you wait. And I'm not telling you this to apply false urgency to you. I don't believe in false urgency. I hate webinar funnels where it says, you only have an hour for this deal, but you know it's it's automated and it's fake. I hate that stuff. I am not enrolled in that. I am not all about false urgency, but I also have a responsibility to tell you the truth. And the truth of the matter is, if you wait, to get serious about working on your campaigns and your content calendars and really dialing in your niche, your business is going to become obsolete. Other people are going to come in and take over. And I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. I'm on my toes here too. So I just want you to know that this is serious stuff and it is doable for you. My name is Jess and I am your host here on the Social Strategy Slayer Show, where we talk all things social media for entrepreneurs. Specifically though, how to build your influence and consistently land your ideal clients through the content you're putting out there without you needing to sacrifice your authenticity, your time, or without you needing to run a bunch of expensive ad campaigns. Let's dive in. I cannot believe how many updates have happened with Facebook and Instagram over the past month. It's been a little overwhelming, even for me as a social media professional. So I really wanted to shoot an episode for you that's special. This might be a little bit longer than my normal episodes, but I'm going to keep it as concise as possible. I've written everything out to make sure I don't miss anything, but I really wanted to go over every single thing that has been going on with you, all the important things, right? And um, this is just a little bit of a special episode. I really think it's important for you to listen to this and know what's coming and have one spot where you can hear everything. A number of really important announcements have been made over the past month, including some huge, more earth-shattering announcements over this past week in terms of where Instagram and Facebook are going as a company and how it's going to affect you and your small business, your fitness business, your coaching business. This is going to affect everyone in a major way. Even for our clients and our consumers, things are changing really, really fast. So I'm going to do my best to break down all of the updates in this one place for you and let you know exactly what this means for you and your business and for your clients. If there's one thing that's been made clear to me over the past month, it's that the future is now. We keep putting things off next year, next year, next year. We keep putting things off when I have time, when it's the right time, when it feels comfortable. It's never going to feel comfortable. And I think it's really important that we see that the future is now. Social media is not a nice to have anymore. It's a must have. If you aren't going to go all in with your organic social media content now, your Instagram and Facebook content, it's going to be an extremely daunting task for you 
in the future, the longer you wait. And I'm not telling you this to apply false urgency to you. I don't believe in false urgency. I hate webinar funnels where it says you only have an hour for this deal, but you know, it's, it's automated and it's fake. I hate that stuff. I am not enrolled in that. I am not all about false urgency, but I also have a responsibility to tell you the truth. And the truth of the matter is if you wait to get serious about working on your campaigns and your content calendars and really dialing in your niche, your business is going to become obsolete. Other people are going to come in and take over. And I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. I'm on my toes here too. So I just want you to know that this is serious stuff and it is doable for you. I know this sounds overwhelming, but I really wouldn't be doing my job if I wasn't honest with you about this. So let me break this down for you. This episode is going to be broken into three parts. The first part, we're going to be talking about meta, the meta universe, everything that comes with Facebook changing its name to meta. I'm going to be talking about what that means and how it affects you and your business. The next thing we're going to be talking about is Instagram video. And the next thing and final thing we're going to be talking about, the third thing is Instagram links. Okay. So we're really starting with meta because it's the most big, overwhelming topic. It's the thing that people are kind of freaking out about. Um, Then we're going to go into Instagram video, which is a little bit more of a smaller topic, but it's still a big topic. And then Instagram links, which is a very very specific topic, but I really wanted to touch on it. Without further ado, let's dive in. All right, let's talk about Meta. So Facebook made a huge announcement this week. I think we can all agree that Facebook has some major issues as a company. I find I have a lot of issues with a lot of things that they do. But right now we're going to put that aside. I'm not here to comment on that today. I am here to talk about them as a platform in the context of your business right now. If you haven't heard yet, Facebook made a huge announcement this week that they're updating the name of their company to Meta. And if you don't know, Facebook also owns Instagram and WhatsApp. So Facebook is the largest media company in the world. They have so many things that they're doing that they're working towards. And they just came out and said, officially, where they're taking the company very transparently. And that's why they have now named Facebook Meta. Um, Instagram is now under the umbrella of Meta and WhatsApp is now under the umbrella of Meta. So with that name change, they're also telling us what the future of social media is going to look like. So I want you to take a listen to Adam, who is the lead of Instagram and what he has to say about it. And this clip that we're about to play, you can be found on his Instagram account. So take a listen. So this has been a big week for us here at Meta. We renamed the company, which is a very big deal. And we talked a lot about how we're really excited about helping build the metaverse. And a lot of you are probably wondering, what is that? Um, it sounds a little bit like some Silicon Valley jargon, I think, to most people. So I thought I'd explain a little bit about how we see the metaverse. The idea is basically an internet that you're not on, but rather in, a more immersive experience. And it's one that's here in a lot of ways. You've seen these ideas come up in products like Roblox and Fortnite and others, a lot in the gaming space. But if you think about how we connect with each other via the internet today, it's mostly flat. We use small glowing rectangles or big glowing rectangles to access a whole world of information and an 
a whole world of people that we care about, that we want to connect with, that we want to speak to. And you can imagine those experiences would be enriched if they were more immersive, maybe three-dimensional, or maybe more immersive in other ways. And that's where we're going. And we can give it a name or not, but it's gonna be what happens to the internet over the next five, 10, 15 years. And we wanna lean into that shift. Now, why is it exciting? Why does it matter? Well, I think if you think about the use cases for Instagram specifically, uh, they can often be enriched in a more immersive way. The two primary reasons people use Instagram are to be entertained and to connect with the people that they care about. So my brother lives in LA, sister in Berlin, father's in Tel Aviv, mother's in Connecticut. Today we use Instagram and WhatsApp all the time to video chat, but we're looking at a flat screen. You can imagine that instead of talking on a video chat in a flat way, looking at a glowing rectangle, we could be in a room together and that that would feel more intimate, that would feel more connected somehow. I can imagine watching a movie with my brother where I can look over and see how he's reacting. You can imagine a world where creators can create spaces that their fans can maybe pay to enter and they can connect with the people that they admire and aspire to. Maybe that's a membership. Maybe that's a way that they can help make a living. All sorts of interesting ways of enriching things that people already do, not only on Instagram, but on the internet more broadly. If we look back in five or 10 years and I think about the examples I just cited for all of you, they'll probably be embarrassing because every new medium borrows heavily from its predecessors. When radio became really big, the thing that they did the most often is they borrowed heavily from film, because film was popular first. And they used to act out movies on the radio, actors and sound effects, and it was terrible. But slowly but surely, it found its home in music and in um, talk radio and talk shows and the rest of it. The internet. We call websites still web pages because we were borrowing from the book as a metaphor. There's no reason why a website needs to be a page or a flat space or a series of, a series of flat pages, but it helps us sometimes to borrow from existing metaphors when we're working with a new medium. And the metaverse is gonna be a new medium. It's gonna be an internet that you're in, not on. Whether that's a virtual world that a creator creates or just a way to augment the actual room I'm sitting in right now. I gotta say, I am incredibly excited that we here at Meta are leaning into this. We're not gonna be building this alone. It's too big a thing for any one company to build alone, but we are excited to be at the front end of it, or at its frontier. More to come, it's gonna be a wild ride, uh, and I hope you enjoy. Peace. So I wanna dive into a couple of things that Adam, the lead of Instagram said about what meta means. You can also listen to Mark Zuckerberg talk about it, but I like how um, concise Adam's talk about it was. And I'm going to kind of touch on the different points that I noticed that he said in that three minute clip he released on his Instagram. Um, you can also listen to Mark Zuckerberg talk about it. And there's a bunch of visuals, which might freak you out <laughs> a little bit. Um, but let's dive into this. So essentially what meta is going to be is meta is virtual reality for the average person. It's us being able to put ourselves in situations similar to like, if you ever played the Sims where you're going to be able to create virtual spaces. So essentially what they are transitioning social media to becoming is not that you're on social media, but that you're in social media. So that might freak you out a bit, but let's dive into how this can actually be a good thing for your business. We're going to go over that. Um, basically like Adam was making references to Fortnite. 
which means it's going to be very VR focused, very virtual reality focused. Like I said, to me, it's going to feel like Sims, I think is the best way I can contextualize it. I don't know if you ever played the Sims or any like games where you created your house, you created your space. I know my husband loved roller coaster type or something like that. There's all these different games that maybe you played growing up where you created your own space and you were a character who lived out your life or created different communities or families or things like that. So social media is going to be moving into that, a much more three-dimensional experience versus a the flat experience that we currently have. And what stood out to me is that Adam mentioned that this is going to be happening over the next 5, 10, 15 years. That is here. Five, 10, 15 years might seem like a lot. It is not a lot at all. Five years from now is going to happen overnight. I mean, we all know that this whole situation that we've been in with the pandemic, it's just, I can't believe that we're going into 2022. I feel like it's still 2020. And I know a lot of people feel that way. The world is going to keep moving very, very fast. And five years is going to be here before you know it. So you don't want to delay this. It's coming quickly. Um, and even if it's 15 years away, I mean, you still want to really be getting yourself ready for this, right? Um, another thing that stood out to me that I think is kind of interesting is that he talked about watching a movie with a loved one who's long distance, like putting yourself in situations where you feel like you can be with the person that you are with um, without it needing to be like on the phone. It's a more of an experience. You're putting yourself into a virtual universe. And he also mentioned having spaces that people might be paying to join, which we're going to talk about that. Um, one of the things he said, even is automating the room he's sitting in right now. So automating our current life, like we're just going to be automating a lot of things here and being able to experience life through the virtual lens. Right. Um, and what they also said was that they are going to be at the front end of this. So Instagram, Facebook, this company meta is hiring out and working on being the leader in this space, which makes sense because they are thinking about the future and where things are going and they want to stay the number one company. So they're going to be putting a lot of money and talent behind this to make this happen. So whether you're freaked out about this, you think this is an episode of black mirror coming to life. Um, maybe you're right. I can't tell the future. You can't tell the future. But what we can do is we can prepare our businesses as best as possible. So I see this playing out in a couple ways that can be really beneficial for you as a business owner. And let's dive into how I believe this will affect you as a business owner. So one of the things that stood out for me with this is that the word intimacy. When I think about what Adam said, what Mark Zuckerberg said, and really what they're showing is that they're trying to create social media as a more intimate experience, not just like consuming, 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 but really being able to engage with people to people who maybe we wouldn't have access to if it wasn't for this metaverse and doing it in a more three-dimensional way instead of doing it in a way of, you know, sharing pictures and videos. Um, so intimacy is going to be really important here. 
what came up for me and even my team member, Katie and I were talking about this. The first thing that I thought of and the first thing that she said to me about it too, was this is going to be great for fitness businesses because can you imagine being able to virtually train people to create your studio virtually so that people don't have to leave their home and maybe they'll still want to leave their home. But like, think about what we just went through in the pandemic. If people could have still virtually came into your studio with VR, how cool would that be for you to be able to provide that personal experience for them? It would be so much better than zoom, which is just like setting your camera up and needing to like, look at it. And it's just kind of an uncomfortable experience. Whereas this is going to be a serious experience. That's going to feel much more real life. It's also going to allow you to expand your business way beyond local. So that's why I've been preaching to fitness businesses to look at also what niches you can claim that aren't just local. Because while your local business is important, you're going to be able to start expanding your business in crazy new ways. If you so choose, people are going to be looking for that. They're going to be looking for you to train them when they're in Canada and you're in New York City. Maybe somebody's in another time zone and they're looking for a, a problem that you specifically solve and they don't have that problem being solved in their current neighborhood. This is going to open people up to solve problems in a much more intimate and beautiful way that they aren't being able to right now, right? So I really want you to think about this. Niching is key. What niche do you love? What niche do you want to be known for? How can you start diving more deeply into a niche that you can build and become the number one person known in that niche or one of the number one people known in that niche so that you can continue to grow. I mean, innovation is key here, right? So the way that we have always done things is not the way things are going to be done. Like the future is now you want to start this now. Do not wait to get going with your social media and with thinking about niching down and thinking about what could I be known for? Because 5, 10, 15 years is going to go by extremely fast. Think about when do you want to sell your business? Do you want to sell your business eventually? Do you want to pass it down to a family member? Do you want to shut it down and retire early? Whatever you want your legacy to be, it's important to think future focused, not past focused. Not this is what always worked for me in the past. You got to think future focused because the big brands already are. I already see in my mind big fitness brands partnering with or selling out niched out fitness businesses. Like think about this. Cody Rigsby is a celebrity. If you don't know Cody Rigsby, he is Peloton's um, one of Peloton's instructors. And I know I bought my Peloton partially because I loved him and knew I'd love his classes. Think about that. That is powerful. This man is on Dancing with the Stars right now. Um, Peloton as a brand is not a bike or a membership or a logo. It's a personality. There is a vibe to it. There's a feeling about it. Whether you like them or not, they're doing something really right in terms of marketing. And I want you to think about that. Your studio has a vibe to it, has a culture to it, has something special and unique about it. And there's also a specific kind of person or training method that you might have that might be unique to you. You got to start thinking about that stuff, naming that stuff, claiming it, claiming what is already true about your business. As my mentor, Jerisha Hawk always says, claim what's already true. 
about your business. You've got to think about niching down. There is massive opportunity here for you to grow yourself or your business, whichever one you really want to focus on growing. So, okay, this might be a little scary to you. Like I said, I think this could become a really amazing thing for your business. There's just so much opportunity. It seems really cool to me. The idea that like I could go take a class with my client, Todd Durkin at Fitness Quest 10 in Chicago, in Chicago. Like that seems really cool that I could pop goggles on and be in Fitness Quest 10 and talk to Todd and get trained by Jeff Bristol and like all these people that I love in California and I miss. I could be in that studio at, while I'm here in Chicago through a virtual experience and interact with people that way. I mean, that's pretty amazing, right? And we don't know how that's going to look, but I also feel like this is going to really remove a barrier to entry that maybe was there before, because up until now, like the big brands are the only ones who maybe would have access to some sort of virtual reality experience. And also only people with a certain amount of money are going to really invest in virtual reality, especially for fitness. So what this shows me is that virtual reality is going to become more accessible. Number one, to create in like you as a business owner can create a space that someone can pay to come into, to be in the room with you virtually. And number two, if Facebook's doing this, they're going to create some sort of virtual reality, you know, goggles or something where consumers are going to be able to purchase it at an affordable price. I mean, at first it might be astronomical, but this is going to become accessible to everyone. So you want to start thinking about this, right? You want to start thinking about your niche. You want to start thinking about the kind of person you want to attract into your business, both virtually and in person. Okay. So that is it for Meta. Whether you're freaked out by it or excited about it, I think as a business owner, we need to start thinking about this. How do we want to use this for our business? What is the opportunity here for us? And really think big with your brand. Stop thinking small. Think big, big, bigger. All right. So now let's get into the second part of this podcast. Instagram has updated its video platform and they are now doing something called Instagram video. Instagram has made a series of updates to its video features. And earlier this year, Adam, who is the lead at Instagram, talked about how Instagram was going to be shifting its focus from photos, from a photo sharing app to a video sharing app. Now, don't freak out. That doesn't mean that photo sharing is dead quite yet, but it does mean that video needs to be a major, major piece of of your content strategy if it isn't already. One of the complaints that my clients often make to me about Instagram is how confusing it is. Between all of the different bells and whistles, sections of the app, et cetera, it can feel like there's a huge barrier to entry for some people. And that is true there is a huge barrier to entry. And that's part of why Instagram is a really magical place to sell and to build your brand is because it's complicated to do. And it kind of wards off people from using bots or automating Instagram fully. Like you have to actually be an Instagram and be an active user and an active participant in the app for you to get real, real results. There's always ways you can automate and scale, of course, but you also need to be a real person 
starting real conversations to get great results and make good money from Instagram, which frustrates people because they don't want to be on the app all the time. But at the same time, it's why users love Instagram. It's why clients go to Instagram to make content and interact with brands. Instagram has really revolutionized how people interact with businesses. It's revolutionized customer service. It's revolutionized the way people buy. Um, People buy big ticket in Instagram DMs. It happens all the time. So you really need to reframe what you think about Instagram and realize that this is just part of what's required of having a business now. So you've got to really reframe how you're thinking about it. But in my opinion, over the last two years, Instagram has made its app way more complicated than it needs to be. And these announcements about Instagram video have really excited me because I can see that they're committing to simplifying their user experience, which I think is really important because they've just like kind of unnecessarily done things that have complicated things. One of the things that Instagram did that I think really overcomplicated it is it just kind of is stealing from other people. So in other apps, so essentially like Instagram stories is really Instagram's way of competing and trying to get rid of Snapchat. Snapchat was a huge competitor of Instagram. Snapchat is still big, but it's nowhere near what it was because Instagram introduced Instagram stories into its app and then prioritized it. So for a lot of people and businesses, they're just going to do it all in one app. They don't want to go to the other app. Now, the younger generation, Gen Z, does use Snapchat all the time, especially for communicating with each other. It's a huge communication app for them. So Instagram did a great job of like screwing Snapchat over and stealing their idea, but it didn't fully get rid of it. And now with Instagram Reels, they're doing the same thing to TikTok. Except the thing is, Instagram Reels are way less creative than TikToks. If you spend time on Instagram Reels, it's just people mimicking talkovers and saying, read the caption for more. It's it's not creatively being used at all, in my opinion. Whereas TikToks are creative, they're engaging, they're fun, they're interesting. And that is also a platform that people are going to need to start taking seriously. So if you're not even on Instagram yet, you got to get on there. You got to get on this stuff. This is, it's just moving really fast right now. There's going to be platforms that emerge that don't exist yet. I mean, look at TikTok over the last two years has absolutely exploded. So I'm not saying you need to get on TikTok right now. You might need to just focus on your messaging. But what I am saying is that there is a lot of things happening right now. And Instagram's Instagram itself is even trying to keep up and stay relevant. When Adam made this announcement about Instagram video, he talked a lot about TikTok and YouTube and other apps that he feels are competitors for Instagram. So Instagram is doing this to try to compete with everybody else, but I think they're also doing this to streamline. So let's talk about all the updates with video as as a medium on Instagram. The first thing they announced is scheduling lives. So if you go to your live section, you can now schedule a live. You can add a video title, a start time. You can add products that you might be selling if you're selling any products or if you have like any way that you have your Instagram shoppable, you can do that. Um, That is going to help you actually get more viewers, have people see, oh, Jess is going live. Oh, this person's going live. This business is going live. That's awesome. You can do it up to 90 days in advance. And I believe you can schedule it if it's like 
eight to 12 hours, something like that. You've got to schedule in advance. I tried to schedule it once for like two hours in advance and it didn't work. So I don't, I don't remember exactly what that is. Definitely double check, but you want to give yourself probably like a day in advance, at least to schedule this live. Um, so that is a really cool, exciting update because we're always looking for more people to be on our lives. Right. I mean, 90% of your viewership, depending on your business and how you've built it is going to be replays, watching the replays, but live is important. Live is really important. Then Instagram announced that they are making tons of updates to their video platform. So really what they're doing is if, if you don't know yet already, Instagram had rolled out IGTV. They were trying to not necessarily compete with YouTube, but they knew that like long form video was something that the Instagram user was craving. They didn't want to just watch videos under 60 seconds only. And they wanted to make sure that they had that option. And also another thing was that if you're live, um, if you went live and it was over 60 seconds, it went in your stories and then it disappeared. And people were really sick of that. They wanted their lives to live on their pages. So IGTV was a great solution for all of these things. And it was a whole separate feed. It was a whole separate app. It, they really tried different things with it that didn't take off. But people in general do use IGTV. Um, the thing that was where it got complicated and the thing that got confusing about it was you anything over 60 seconds in length became an IGTV, which meant it was formatted completely differently than the what the feed allowed for your normal videos under 60 seconds. So for a period of time, 60 seconds or less goes in your feed, just your general feed, your general profile. And you were only allowed a certain length of video with that, like meaning um, sizing in your feed. Whereas the IGTV video was sized, the dimensions of the video is the word I'm looking for. Dimensions were the same as Instagram stories. So things got really complicated because if you're doing Instagram TV versus feed videos versus Instagram stories, there's all these different dimensions that you have to keep in mind. So now Instagram introduced reels to try to compete with TikTok, Instagram reels, which is formatted the same way as an IGTV and an Instagram story. But those have to be 60 seconds or less. So people are like, okay, so if I have a video under 60 seconds, am I putting it in my feed or am I putting it in reels? It's just become very confusing. It's a lot of different things going on. So now Instagram has said they removed IGTV and you probably have this rolled out in your feed as of now already. If not, make sure you update your app. But now Instagram, instead of there being the feed icon, the, the reels icon, the IGTV icon and the tag, it's now the feed icon on your profile I'm talking about. If you look at your profile under your bio, under your Instagram highlights, on all the way to the left, there's your feed, your general feed that's got everything. Then there's their Instagram reels to the right. Then to the right of that is Instagram video now, not Instagram TV, just Instagram video in general. And then to the right of that, it is tagged. Just your tagged people tagging you, right? So what does this mean? You're confusing me, Jess. I don't get it. Okay. So Instagram has now just made Instagram video. The only two variations of making videos on Instagram are number one, making reels and number two, making Instagram videos that are just Instagram videos. This is not including Instagram stories or your lives. 
those are still separate things. But after you go live, now your video just goes into your Instagram video. It doesn't go into IGTV. This also simplifies the process for you. If you are making a video that's just going into your feed, that's 60 seconds or less, that isn't an Instagram reel. That's not stylistically supposed to be an Instagram reel. Then you'll just go, it'll go in one place. They're trying to simplify it. It's still a little bit confusing, right? But it's, it is simplifying things a little bit. So let me read a quote from you. Quote, we are combining IGTV and feed videos into one format, Instagram video. This makes it even easier to create and discover new videos on Instagram. The new video tab on your profile will be the home for the combined new uh, video formats. Instagram video will be uploaded by clicking the plus button at the top corner of your profile. And before you share, you can now add filters and or trim your video. So um, they're also now allowing you to tag people in your videos, which they only used to allow you to do that if it was a feed only 60 seconds or less or a 60 second or less reel. You were not able to do that with IGTV. So that is great. And now you're able to add also location tagging as well on those videos. So that is actually overall great. It's making your stuff more discoverable, which is awesome. Um, Instagram's a very discoverable platform, which is why it's so great for businesses. So basically, if this is confusing you at all, just know that video is important and they're doing their best to simplify it and make it a little less complicated by combining a couple of the different features that they had before. Um, but reels are still separate and reels is also meant for you reaching a new audience. So that's really important to keep in mind. Like I said, I think that those people who are going to really win with reels are going to be using really creative TikTok style reels, not just conforming content and doing what everybody else is doing and speaking over what everybody else is saying and saying, read, read in the caption. I personally hate when I see videos like that. I'm not dogging on anyone who's doing that. I'm not like, you know, trying to like be negative about it. I just think that it's not, it's not going to be what over time, um, what ends up helping you grow your business. Alrighty. And now Instagram stories, this is where you're going to still be doing same thing that you've always done, bringing your audience along with you for the ride with everyday moments. It's your behind the scenes. It's your real life, telling a story, talking to your camera, not needing to have your makeup and hair and all these things done. It's just about you being authentic and real. And then just make sure that you're doing lives. I teach my clients to do lives once a week, right? Um, let's, let's recap this. What does this mean for you? This means that you've got to focus on video and focus on being a real person. You do not need to spend hours on Canva. You need to be focusing on creating real conversations, showing yourself and your staff. The era of brands as logos is dead. We talked about Peloton and Cody Rigsby earlier. Think about that. Think about the video. Look at Peloton's page. It's all, it's yes, it's cool photos, but it's a lot of video of their instructors and really creating the brand's personality through leaning on the, the personality of the instructors that are there, right? Um, make sure that your content speaks to your niche and isn't just how-to content. Make sure you're not just doing Instagram reels. Here's how to do a squat. Here's your morning workout. Everybody's doing that. That does not set you apart at all. Think outside the box, get creative. What niche do you want to work with? And really make sure that you're creating content that shifts their mindsets. What do they need to hear you to have them take action with you right now? Think outside the box and prioritize video. Above all else, 
go live once a week. If all of this is overwhelming to you and you're like, Jess, I don't even know what to do with all of this. Just know that videos are really important and authenticity is important. Instagram wants to see that you're a real person. They don't want you only schedule, like set it and forget it. They want you on the app. I know that's annoying, but the easiest way to do that is to go live once a week. Start there, go live once a week, and that will help you start to build a content library that eventually somebody can come in and help you repurpose. And it shows Instagram that you're a real person. Um, if you want, you can use a new scheduling feature and schedule it out in advance, create some hype around it. Let your audience know, let your members know your clients know, Hey, I'm going live at this day, this time I'm talking about this. Jump on, join me, ask me questions, get it going. You got this now on to the next part. Okay. Last but not least. Instagram link sharing. So this week, I'm going to read from Instagram's blog that they quoted this week, um, talking about link sharing. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about um, the fact that if you remember all the bloggers and people saying, swipe up, swipe up, swipe up, you know, swipe up, swipe up to buy this, swipe up to sign up for this, swipe up to get on my calendar, swipe up to shop, swipe up to get on my email list, blah, 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 blah. Swipe up, swipe up, swipe up, swipe up, right? Everything was a swipe up world. Instagram eliminated the swipe up earlier this year and they added link sharing. So now there's a section that says link. So instead of the swipe up, they added a link section that you just tap the link, you add the link and you tap the link, right? So Instagram added the link feature and to get the link feature or the swipe up feature, you used to have to have 10,000 followers. Um, which is really annoying to me. I always wondered why Instagram did this because they preach that followers don't matter. They, they don't want people buying followers to get to 10,000 followers, but yet they really created some barriers to entry in terms of what other accounts can and can't have, which I never understood. It felt very elitist to me and very frustrating as somebody who plays Instagram's rules and takes them seriously and teaches them to other people. Um, I never understood this, that they rewarded people buying followers, right? Um, but now they are eliminating that. They made a huge announcement this week. Let me read you the direct quote from their blog. Quote, today, we are expanding the ability to add links in Instagram stories to all accounts. Over the years, businesses, creators, and change makers have shown sharing, shown how sharing resources and information can inspire their communities from organizing and educating about equity, social justice, and mental well-being to showcasing new product drops to customers. Link sharing is helpful in many ways. So now we're giving access to everyone, end quote. Um, first of all, if you don't have access to this yet, don't freak out. It takes Instagram months to roll this stuff out. You have to remember there's like a bajillion people on Instagram. There's so many accounts. They need to roll this stuff out. Um, when I posted this as an, an announcement on my feed, I had several people jump down my throat about not being able to do it yet. Just have some patience. Instagram is working on it. You will get it. Make sure that every time you see that your Instagram is app is available for update in the apps store, the app section of your the app app that you have, um, you update it. 
because that's going to help you. You might need to update your phone, all of that stuff. So what I want to share with you about this is that vanity metrics are officially dead in my opinion. Instagram will now allow all accounts, regardless of size, to share links in Instagram stories. This is huge because no matter how much I would preach that vanity metrics don't matter, certain clients of mine really felt unworthy when they saw other business owners and leaders saying swipe up to buy and they didn't have this option due to follower count. Like I said before, I feel like they really rewarded some shady behavior on Instagram and they rewarded people focusing on vanity metrics versus focusing on being a real user of the app, which I did not appreciate. And that is officially going away. And I am in major celebration energy over this. So what does this mean for you and your business? It means that making money on Instagram for your business is going to get that much easier. It means that you can release any feelings of quote, needing more followers to make more money or be worthy in any way. And Hey, I'm not saying don't focus on growing your account because it is an important thing to do. But first and foremost, you need to focus on your messaging to make sure that you're growing your account with the right followers who become actual customers or become readers of your blog or whatever it is that you want. You want to make sure that you are growing them your account with the right people and not just everybody. You don't need a million followers to have a million dollar business. You really don't. You want to make sure though, that you are prioritizing your niche that you want to serve. Above all, it means it's time to get your organic content strategy dialed in. Keep in mind that DMs are going to be one of the most effective ways, direct messages to sell a lot of the time. So it's important to not let this distract you and let this think, oh, now that I have a link, I'm going to make money. This was a huge misconception. I've done so many podcasts about this, trainings about this, posts about this, lives, videos, clips, everything about this, that you do not need the link to make money on Instagram. And in fact, it goes down in the DM, like that famous rap song says, you don't want to just rely on links. I do think this is going to be really powerful for you to get people added to your email list, to get quick last minute signups and things like that. But at the end of the day, this is not going to replace your DM strategy. And it's still really important for you to make sure that your content strategy is dialed in. And I personally, I'm just so excited about this. And I hope that Instagram continues to make more progress in this direction of rewarding everybody and, and having there be equity on the app and not so focused on follower algorithm likes driven, but just allowing people to be themselves and to be rewarded for that. Okay. So I know we just covered a lot, but let's just go over the bottom line. The bottom line is you need to start focusing on your social media. This is a lot that we just talked about. And that's exactly why this has to be a focus for you. The longer you wait, the harder it's going to be for you to enter into this world because this is literally a metaverse now. And you've got to make sure that you're making steps to enter this world. And you know what? If you're like, I don't want anything to do with any of this, that is fine. You don't have to if you don't want to, but just know that you're going to have to grow your business in other ways. And maybe you're like, it's just, what's your vision? What's your vision for your business? And what's your vision for your life? And does that require you to get good with this and to get this going? 
for your business. You don't have to put every detail of your own life out there, but you do have to think about your business and your potential client and what they need from you and think about how they need you to step up right now to meet their needs and to meet them where they are, right? I've been saying this for years and years to stop waiting, stop waiting, stop waiting. I feel like a broken record. But now people are reaching out to me saying, Jess, you're right. I, I should have started sooner. I really need to get this going. I had um, an amazing new member enroll in Social Strategy Accelerator this week. And he said to me, he said, you have been in my ear that you know before COVID, he, his fitness business was like, crushing it. They were at capacity. He didn't even need social media. He was so word of mouth. And now due to COVID and what's happened in his state, tons of people left. They just decided they changed their mind about where they wanted to live. Unfortunately, he had some members pass away of COVID. I mean, his gym's actual um, numbers cut in half. And he said to me, you're right, Jess, it's not a nice to have anymore. It's a must have. I need to get going on this. And now that he's starting now in November of 2021, by the end of 2022, he is going to be in such a better place because there is certain, it does not happen overnight. Just like building your business doesn't happen overnight. Dialing in your social media doesn't happen overnight. And the longer you wait, the longer you're postponing the failures you need to have with it the messiness you need to have with it, the stretching and the uncomfortableness that you need to have with it. Because like anything worth having or anything in business, there is points that are stressful and that, you know, you're going to need to stretch yourself, but you do not want to wait any longer to get this going. And by the way, you can do it. You can do it. You have everything it takes to make it in this metaverse, to make it in this crazy wild, wild west that we're in of social media. You are a coach, you or you're a fitness business owner. You guys have massive perseverance and a drive to help people. And if you don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. And I guarantee you, you're better serving people than maybe some of your competitors. And that's what really upsets you because maybe your competitors have huge notoriety and you don't. And now it's time for you. It's time for you to step into your full potential and change the lives that you are meant to change. Do not wait, get going on this. Okay. So the doors of social strategy accelerator are about to close for the rest of the year. And when I say about to close, I mean, they're closing tomorrow. <laughs> um, I am recording this episode over the weekend. Um, and I, I just wanted to say, don't wait until 2022 to get going on this. Now is the perfect time to get ahead. If you really want in on social strategy accelerator, DM me the word I'm ready and I will prioritize getting back to you. We can chat over the weekend, which is something I never, ever do. If, um, if you're a fit, like let's get you in because I will not allow any more people in after Sunday. And also I have to say, I record these episodes in advance. There is a full possibility that the doors will already be closed and our spots will be filled up um, by the time you're listening to this. Don't let that stop you from reaching out. Please reach out either way. DM me. I'm ready. I'm ready, Jess, or me, whatever feels good to you, either one. And I will take it from there. I'll ask you some questions to see if you are a right fit for this or not. Um, and if we're already full or it's not the right time for you, I will get you on our wait list. 
we had several people book right from our wait list this time around. And there are benefits to being on our wait list. We send you exclusive content. And also you get a fast action bonus, um, which gets better and better every time. We'll see what it's going to be this next time. But we had people actually get to get on there, get their spots in, get going on their content a month in advance before the program even started and actually had um, some people get some good fast action bonuses. But don't wait either way. Send me a DM. Let's talk and we will connect on if this is the right fit for you. I'm super, super honest about that. I have a lot of, um, you know, qualifications that I like you to meet if you're going to join for both your protection and mine, just to make sure that this is the right, right fit, because I know what it's like to be sold into a program that is not right for me. And that feels like I just spent a huge chunk of change and this was not at all what I wanted, or this was not meeting my specific needs. So message me. And also, because if you're really in this place and you're ready to go, if you're looking for something and I'm not it, I will help you. I will refer you. I have amazing, amazing peers who do all different kinds of things that will be supportive to you, depending on what you need. So um, now is the time. The metaverse is calling us. We got to get going on this. I will see you in the next episode of Social Strategy Accelerator. And I hope you have a great start to your weekend. I'll see you in my DMs. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Social Strategy Slayer. Before you go, before you go, I have something really awesome for you. I have a PDF download on all of the things you need to know about creating an Instagram bio that actually converts. I know that I personally love a visual. I love to download something and actually be able to see what are my action steps? How do I take that next step? Because a huge way that people lose money or lose the game on Instagram is by not having their bio ducks in a row. They don't know how to convert their their profile photos off. Their username is off. Their name is not optimized for SEO. They don't have their bio constructed. They don't know where to put certain things like personal values. They don't know where to put things like what their call to action is. They're all messed up on Linktree. They don't know these things. And you need to have your bio in order for you to be able to convert on Instagram. You do. It's the number one thing I tell people when I'm on my audits with them. I go through their bio and I basically tear it to shreds. And it's all out of love and it's something you can rinse and repeat. You can use this download anytime you want, but click down to the show notes and click over and download this PDF because it is going to help you keep it in your resource file. Make sure you take action on it today because this is something that up until now I've only taught in my courses, my programs, my VIP days. And still, I, I, I do tell people how to do this for their personal brand on those sessions, but you now have a PDF downloadable guide that cuts right to the chase. How do I create an Instagram bio that converts? I got you. Head to the show notes and take action on it today. Save it in your files. Make sure that you save it, you rinse and repeat it. You can use it anytime you want. So I hope you head down to the show notes, you click that and you download your guide to creating an Instagram bio that converts. It'll take you maybe 15 minutes to update. It will take you no time at all. And it'll help you actually create leads from your Instagram. 
All right. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone that you love, someone that you know really could use it. And don't forget to download that guide. All right. Sending you all my love and I'll see you next week.